Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 612, here recording today on Wednesday, the 25th of March, 2020. You'll know it's 2020 because 2020 is the year that we all had to stay in uh, for a while, which I'm sure all of you, there's no point in beating around the bush. We're, some of you may be going stir-crazy, some of you may be kicking back and enjoying yourselves, and hopefully we will help focus your minds on all things to do with electronic music production, uh, synthesizers, software, music production of all kinds, uh, live performance, though perhaps not in front of an audience at the moment. All of the things that surround the technology of making and performing music. That's what we're about at Sonic Talk. And I want to thank all my guests for joining us and all of you out there. I hope you're all safe and well and uh, doing the best you can in a difficult situation. But we'll try and keep things cheerful and uh, inspiring as much as we possibly can. Um, so uh, let's. Uh, we also want to say thank you very much to our friends over at Isotope. Isotope are going to be providing a prize again for this week, which is a copy of Episode 9 Advance, which is the perfect thing if you're staying at home and fixing, finishing those mixes. Now you can master them and finish them off with your Ozone 9 Advanced if you win that. Anyway, um, we will bring you details on that competition a little bit later. Let's say hello to everybody, our guests. We'll start over here in sunny, sunny Brighton. Well, everywhere in the UK seems to be sunny at the moment. Uh, Matt Hodson, uh, who we haven't seen for a long time, mass, 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 um, performer, educator, music producer, and modular specialist. I can see you've got a little bubble wrap on top of your cases there. So are you putting it all back together? Um, I am, yeah. This new place, I should add, which looks lovely. Yeah, that's why I've been on. I've been moving and um, I'm just resetting everything back up, actually, um, and deciding which modules to keep and what to keep in the rack. I've kind of gone very minimal, minimalism here. I've got rid of so much stuff that I wasn't using, and I suppose I've spent a bit of this time, we'll talk, probably talk about this, but I've spent a bit of this time deciding what is essential, what what haven't I used for a long time, what do I want to keep, and that kind of thing. So I've gone super, super minimal here at the minute. Yeah, but, uh, it's great to be back on. And in, well, it's lovely to have you. Lovely to have you. And I'm glad uh, you're here and is in your new pad, which the previous one was the chapel, and now you're in the the lighthouse, we're calling it. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's right. It's a house with lots of light, but it's got a curvy front, so it does look a bit like a lighthouse. Very, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, a lighthouse we'll, keeper. I will move uh, 100 miles up the uh, up the country, uh, going north uh, to Mr. Charles Chicky Reeves, who's there in his studio somewhere in the depths of London, uh, mm -hmm. which has got a lovely, it's got, it looks very delightful. I like the kind of tone of light in there and the sort of, you know, it's a lovely place lighting to work. Lighting is super important to me. I yeah. love lighting. Um, I, so I've gone the exact opposite of Matt. I'm going super uh, maximalist, if, if possible. So. <laughs> Acquisitional. <laughs> Big rack of keyboards right here. The rack of keyboards there, yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm doing I'm doing so much keyboard stuff now and preparing to do a few like live streaming things and so forth. Uh, music, not anything competing with this, of course. But um, yeah, so I'm just kind of changing the studio over for that new way of thinking. Um, and is that, in, is that yes. an, uh, is that a, um, a hydrosynth you've got there? You like? Yes. I love this keyboard. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so cool. I love the ribbon controller on it. It's fantastic. It's. It, I've only gotten through maybe the first hundred and twenty presets in it, and there's there are no stinkers in there anywhere it's fantastic yeah i mean it's great i mean crit for creating it's a really great programming synth that's the one thing to yeah. i know lots of people are probably going curse you we can't get hold of them yet or you know obviously now distribution is somewhat compromised so yeah but it's a, lo a lovely instrument. Oh, it's really it, it just nice. came in in fact i I've, I've only had it for a few days i i um i got it and right before things started really going as they say in this country, Paris shaped. Um, and uh, so I was able to get, like I ordered it, it got here the next day. I was really happy about that. And then lockdown. And here we go. <laughs> so there you go. I got time to learn it now. So that's always a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I, I have a question for you, Nick, by the way. Is that a new mic you have? No, uh, this is oh. the, uh, it's just the Rode 
Um, I thought you had it uh, like an RE20 or something. Pod mic. I think maybe I've just moved it so you can see it. Uh, I, I, see it. I actually broke it down um, a couple of days yesterday, thinking I might have to make a dash for home because, I see. Uh, yeah. because obviously, you know, I, I don't know whether I'm going to be allowed out, but the announcement came and it's like, if you have to go to work, you can go to work. But I don't know how long that's going to go on. You know, obviously, the yeah. caveat empty. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you very much for joining us also, Chicky, and also Mr. Gaz Williams there in... Uh, uh, this is anechoic chamber. Uh, yes, indeed. And do you know what? I had a really funny idea then when Charles was talking. How cool would it be to get to a like a collection together? Everybody's ideas of the worst patches in all of history, like all the stink, <laughs> just like a compendium of the, the worst patches. Round them all up and then challenge people to make things from just the worst patches of all time. There we go. So that's, that's oh, my thought. That's an interesting idea. That yeah. is a great, that's a great kind of isolation challenge there, again. <laughs> isolation <laughs> challenge, yeah. And everybody, wow. I mean, wow, how thankful I am that I am part of this amazing, amazing global community. My goodness. Right now as well, time and, and as the kind of unbelievable era we're living in, you know, I just feel really, I don't know, the community feels brilliant and I'm so so thankful to be part of it. So I just want to say that first. And, you know, obviously hope everybody's well and keep them safe, all of that kind of thing. Yeah, however, but this is an exciting time as well from creativity. I mean, the intensity of the creativity that's going to be going on right mm. now is, wow, it's dynamite. And I mean, you know, just before the show, I say now is the time to get, you, you know, to really live your dreams with your gear you know make those things now is the time i mean it really is the time and wow how good it is that we've got something that we can really get super deep into you know super deep and immerse yourselves into it we're allowed to i mean this is a time this not is the working. time it? yeah no well, not working well. as much anyway no i think <laughs> well, that's I, hmm. I i appreciate and uh, echo those sentiments absolutely uh, interesting just coming back to the worst patch challenge are we allowed to have all those really sort of crappy general midi sort of bird whistle bird tweet uh and those sort of things or do they have to be actually made by a human programmer as a sort of musical patch rather than just the sound effects patch i don't know what everybody thinks about that as a as a as a what do we think i would think it would hmm, i would think it'd have to be a patch that was made that someone actually sat and made this and then go oh do you think this I, is uh, pretty cool i wonder if that's a bit <laughs> that could lead to some very uh people's nose put out a joint you know and like, so no i think that's, yeah. right. that's the only thing i would try to spread harmony maybe it only includes general midi patches you know maybe we should flip it, <laughs> it i'm way. curious though i'm curious though that there may be some sort of patch that no one likes but patch designers always have to do a certain amount of those patches for this but everybody actually hates it you know so it's like it might unearth some things that have just sort of polite society is kind of covered up somehow. It's know. funny, isn't it? Synthesizers <laughs> yeah. which require a certain number of, you know, I mean, as we get, synthesizers have more and more and more and more sounds in, and there's always a piano-y sort of one. There's very often a guitar-y mm. sort of one. Maybe some of those guitar sort of emulation patches right. which encourage, <laughs> encourage the sort of shredding mentality on a keyboard. Maybe they should be... It's time to move on. Maybe it's time to move on. Or um, slap bass. Slap bass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone skips the slap bass preset. Come on, admit it. Well, it depends how good it is, though. Uh, I think sometimes when it's really, really good, <laughs> there you go. Uh, when it's really, really good and it might have a purpose, I suppose. You know, it depends I mean, as well because these things are cyclical, aren't they? So, sorry, yeah. So, so many of us would have sat there in front of a DX7 or, you know, or a D50 and gone through it patch at a time and i'm just wondering how many could, oh yeah yeah oh stinker and just which the, one's the stinker which one's the stinker of the like say what is it 32 pack well how many patches on the original dx7 uh 32 i think there were banks there were there a bank so, and a b bank or was it so no they were banks of 32 
what was the biggest stinker out on the DX7 when it launched? You know, I know what we need is somebody to develop sound. some sort of AI analysis technology to take all of the music that's ever been created and identify <laughs> the patches that were used in those keyboards, and then do a sort of inverse logic to find out the ones that never were used in the original banks. That's the sort of statistical study I require, right? <laughs> wow, that's an amazing idea. Yes, yeah, yeah, we should Google. call it like a. a a series of rules about it so there could be like it has to be a patch that is musical so it can't be like yeah. you know some yeah some some weird sound effect or something like that and it's got to be uh yeah so something musical um because so many of those things are like they'll have these like crazy sounds that like yeah. you could just never never could use i mean that's sort of that's intentionally I bad but uh, I think, yeah, I think if we if we figure out some rules around it, it'd be quite yeah, fun to I do think this. well, it could be a bit of fun if anyone fancies having a crack at it and uh, playing something <laughs> musical with something really grub. I, 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 Matt, I, I I put to you uh, the steel drum patch on almost any synthesizer <laughs> in history. Steel drum, that's an easy one. I just put that through the Strymon Big Sky and then yeah. through the Eventide uh, and then a Pitchfork and you're happy. It's that's showing up though. The, the steel drum oh, you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to use effects. Ooh. No, everything's going to be dry. Oh, and oh, oh no, Gaz. Tough. What about here, internal effects to the instrument, surely? A point of reference, um, Aphex Twins Cheetah EP from 2016. You know, it's got oh, the yeah. Cheetah MS-800, was it? I, I might be wrong about yeah. that. But that, that little black synth with a two-digit display. But that synth is really prominent on that album, and it's dry, you know, just right up front. <laughs> I think it's something it, bold about going that way with it, you know. Um, is uh, it an MS-6 or a... Oh, no, half-rack one. Ah, half right. I don't know which one that was. Okay, I've got an MS6 mm. here, which was lent to me by um, um, Ben um, Ben Burling, the guy um, that we went to do uh, the studio tour with. Uh, and I haven't got around to switching it on because I've got I've got this kind of like uh, I was thought I would use it in a Friday fun thing, and I haven't got around to it because all I remember is it's six part multi timbral, and it's mm. a hexadecimal uh, um, parameter system with a two character Lovely. display. Lovely. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> can I have? I suppose now I've got time. Maybe I could actually, you know, I, yes. maybe I should make an album with it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think that it's a good point, though, Nick. This is a good time to jump into equipment that you might have had lying around that you haven't used in a while. And that might be because of its user interface, or I don't know, you just didn't gel with it or something, or. Um, I don't know if you've got a couple of quid handy, treat yourself something brand new and just, just spend the next two weeks only using that or something to make some tracks. Time to know. basically yeah. buy Electron gear then, possibly. Mm, no, yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that's a deep dive, you know, that'd be yeah. the way to go. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that, you know, to, to sort of further on what Gaz was saying and, and Matt, you know, it's like, yeah, this is, this is the time. And, I, what was the was the deal punk re, like record label here? They used to send out these clocks. Stiff. That said, yeah, stiff records. Yeah, they sent out the clocks that said, if you're killing time, then you're murdering the future. So you know, <laughs> let's not kill time. Let's make something of. I mean, this is our time. Yeah, it's giving, it's hitting time. hitting all of us. So let's just use this time to make stuff yeah i well i totally agree i mean and 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 there are so many things that you could put your time to i mean that's the thing and one of the things that uh, gaz actually brought up uh was the nation the notion of this sort of online collaborative technology because this is never really you know i mean there are some great examples, but the, the, the really, really real-time stuff, or as real-time as you could get it, is still, you know, maybe this will be the period where somebody absolutely cracks that because this is the sort of time when yeah. you really want to do that. But there are some alternatives. I mean, there's stuff that's working. As we know, I think we talked earlier, Gaz, that uh, Endless.fm, mm. uh, which is uh, Tim mm. Exiles. Big news there. Big news Big there. News They're there. launching, aren't they, at the end of the month? Yep. Coming out of beta. Yep. It will be in the App Store. So... It's just going to be iOS on launch. So I know a lot of people will be like, harumph, but, you know, stick with it because good things are afoot. And the launch on the 31st, I think, uh, well, it's, this is one of the most successful attempts that I've experienced of uh, online 
or I say online, you know, a collaborative jamming platform. And it does that, it achieves it in a simple way. And I know most, every, well, not everybody, but a lot of the audience will know it already. But I, I tell you what, I've got a little intro video that uh, that I could play just to yeah, show sure. that. So to give it some context, is that? Yes, yeah, please. Is That's not it. Or maybe I haven't. <laughs> I downloaded it. No, I'm going to. Hold on, give me a chance. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it because I definitely, I, I downloaded one to, to play and I just obviously didn't put it in the, I've become very f- uh, forgetful in my uh, in my um, corona th- period. Uh, here we go. Who said that? So this is Tim himself. The idea is, uh, it, I think basically you create local loops which then buffer and then other people can then jump in on. So the idea is, because they're loops and it's not a non-linear approach, people can add to it. And it's just a really marvellously simple idea, which has been used before, but it's also very, uh, it's hard to get right so that people can sort of do it. So this is an example of somebody now joining that jam. So you get the idea, but I mean, some of these get enormous and there are public ones, there are private ones. I know that uh, Tim has been posting a bunch of videos of sort of streaming of two people jamming. He did one with Mylar Melodies and um, there was somebody else, which I I don't remember who it was at the top of the top of my head. And that's really interesting just being able to do that. And so, you know, that. but yeah, Gaz, there you go. That gives it some context. That's all I wanted to do, really. I know. Excellent. And I mean, you know, it, it's been developing and various things have kind of come along. Now the whole kind of community aspect of it is really f- at the forefront of it. So the first thing you'll experience when you go into the app is all these open jams that you can just jump straight on in, you know, and accompanying each of the jams now is like a chat page, you know, so there's all comments that was missing originally. So when we did the Sonic State Jam, for instance, which was an incredible success, we had, what, six, 555, 600 people jamming within oh the first... <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it, it, and it totally, you know, it really did a... Well, Soaked tested the, the servers, were, right? It yeah. Totally did. So it, but it was, they were really thankful of it. So it, it, it's, it was really cool. So really grateful to everyone who took part in that. Um, one of the things with Endless, though, that's always been a little bit unsure about is uh, the sort of pricing of it. And all of that stuff will become, uh, you know, fully available on the 31st. I think there's going to be uh, a couple of free uh, two months, I think, maybe. Where uh, you, okay, so it's a subscription service, but uh, hopefully it'll be affordable, right? Yes, well, it still it still works when it's free as well. It, that'll all that'll all be okay. You know, that's all coming on the thirty first. So we're going to do. Um, I'm going to make a little film uh, here about how you can just use endless with whatever equipment that you've got. And there's a couple of ways you can synchronize to it. One is with Ableton Link. So that's really easy that's just the easiest way to synchronize things uh just your phone then which is running oh, endless okay. right yeah and, and then, you don't and then feed audio into it somehow and you yeah. feed audio into it with simple audio interface actually what? an audio Your... interface that yeah. works fantastically is the electron analog heat as a class compliant interface connected to an iphone that is a very Ooh. nice little uh yeah so almost if as expensive as an iphone <laughs> <laughs> to buy. but yes i take your point lovely yeah. lovely signal path um i mean yeah. we should I, I know guys you're planning on maybe doing a video on showing how to hook up sort of audio just, just how to hook that. it all up yeah yeah, yeah. that'd be great just because be great. i think the thing is it, it comes with a bunch of sounds and it comes with the you know so that will lead it into an electronic music direction but there's nothing stopping it being like really folky and really yeah. acoustic you can put your yeah real-time audio into it, there. and there's that other thing one thing about this the other synchronization option is is that you can run it out as uh like an in, and do it in mono and one channel becomes an audio pulse to synchronize off so ah, uh, that's a really clever hmm. idea yes yeah. so it's great so Matt, yeah, I imagine you'd be yeah. uh, terribly excited by that as a possibility. Yeah, well, I've, I've been using I, I I've been using it in beta version from well from very early days, and I'm really excited about this being launched. And Tim and the guys, great work. This is 
this is really great piece of software. I'm, I'm almost convinced that they maybe actually created the coronavirus so we'd all stay indoors and play with this because it's <laughs> it's perfect timing for their launch on the 31st. Yeah. So if you are, when it does, in fact, I think now you can even go to the website and sign up as beta testing and get straight on it. Um, but the, the effects in it as well are really, really great. I haven't actually used it with externals stuff yet. Um, I think that's maybe a new implementation with the, the click track the pulse track that you can send out now um so uh, yeah i'm going to give this a whiz definitely i'll be online playing with it definitely from the 31st so i'll i'll see you all online with that for sure i wish i could join you but uh, sadly i'm an android so i won't be joining you from that point of view but i mean there are other i mean i should we did some shout outs there band lab a sort of more offline collaborative system mm. and that is free and runs across all platforms and, and you can collaborate with people. It's more of a sort of offline type of thing. But they've got, I don't know what it is, it's some like 11, I mean, it's millions of users. So you could just kind of go, anybody fancy working on my track, and you can immediately collaborate. You could do it on your phone. You could do it on the, in the browser. Uh, it, it's, it, that is a really powerful system. And that is completely free, loads of free sounds with it, well worth checking out. Too. Yeah, Nick, actually, a good point to mention about the Bandcamp thing is actually as a f- band lab. total band lab, sorry. Oh gosh, yeah. yes. The thing about BandLab is it's got um, a really clean and very simple recording. Um, I mean, it's it's really it's limited. It's too limited for most of us, you know. But it is so clean and crisp. It's a very it's a great learning one, I think, as well for people. Yeah, I think you know. So for kids, you know, for for everyone's kids, because it's a free one. I think it's. There's something nice about the uh, crispness of it. Yeah, it's worth checking out, I think, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, uh, uh, Charles, whether you have any other uh, suggestions. There. Have you tried any online collaborative stuff? We know there was that uh, Steinberg VST Connect, but it never really quite yeah. got off the ground, did it, and didn't work properly for a lot of people. No. Anyway. And there was a uh, reason one that yeah. I can't remember the name of offhand. I was just looking and that I, up online to see if yeah, I can I, that one. Actually, I think I have the. I'm looking at my phone. I'm taking notes about what we're talking about at the same time. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, hold on, I'll find out. Yeah, I can't remember uh, which one it was either. I, I, that's a good point. Can um, I just say something yeah. about? Just quickly cut in and about the the Steinberg approach with VST Connect, also VST Transit, which kind of work sort of simultaneously. Transit being able to do the sharing of projects, VST Connect being able to webcam and bringing in musicians and being able to do very sophisticated things, create complete monitor mixes for them. The playback would happen when you'd it would use a sort of a faster, like, you know, MP3 type of compression just for the playback monitoring. But then as soon as the performance was done, then offline, you would it would then great idea files yeah. afterwards and you know and it's kind of cool sort of stuff but one of the things i think was not there was the the, the need for it you know and this you know mm. lots of other industries when collaborative stuff makes a lot more sense with a lot of music production people really are like it, the production part of it, they people want to. Well, it's. The I think up. for a lot of people, also to a lot of people, it's insecurity, isn't it? Because it's like, oh, I can't play. Everybody will laugh at me, you know, or whatever it may be. You know, that, there's that too. I think. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the other thing too is we have. I know that, like, okay, so you know, I also I teach production and stuff like that, and a lot of the the university is trying to get all these people who are wanting to be producers to, you know, to network and so forth. And it's, it's a tricky thing because even producers don't really network. The nature of what we do is very solitary and, mm. you know, anybody else who's doing the same thing, they're kind of the competition sometimes. <laughs> and yeah. so there's, it's not a, it's not a big community sort of thing. Um, and I, I think though that what's happening with uh, this, uh, with this pandemic is that, it's actually making us kind of just get over that and mm, that's start true, to want yeah. to actually interact with the people. So, again, a good side to all this. I mean, yes, there are many bad sides, but a good side to, to all this is this is changing the way people even think about interacting with one another creatively. So I, I'm, I'm quite excited about that. 
Yeah, well, so. I think the, uh, the other thing that we should mention is uh, Ninjam, isn't it? That's the uh, <laughs> it's the thing from um, Reaper. It was a Reaper, yeah. uh, oh, and that, that uses Og Vorbis. And what it does is it creates a musical delay of a bar, say, so that yeah. you're absolutely in time, but you're just a bar hmm. later, which obviously is fine for jamming, but for structure stuff might be, but it could be good for record. I've not used that. I was looking, because you mentioned it in your email. Yeah, we used show. to do it. Hmm. Do, can you get offline sort of better quality stuff or is it down to the, the end user to record it there and, and then send it to you? Oh gosh. Good question. You certainly could do it that way. Um, yeah, it was a, it was quite banned. Um, I haven't used it yeah. 14 years or something. You know, I think it hasn't had any development since about 2007, 2008. But you're absolutely right. It would add a certain amount of latency in, so it meant that you could always play in time, which, yeah, for dance music kind of things, more abstract things, uh, brilliant. Absolutely hopeless for trying to play a song together. You know, it's really weird. Um, talk about missing the change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Drum fills halfway through the vocal. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. It's so weird. Did you try and have a go at doing it? And you have to think, right, I've, you've got to play like a bar in a different place. <sighs> but um, it was fun. I, I think it's still working, but I don't think it's something that they've actively developed, though. So maybe someone in the chat room can enlighten us there. But it's certainly oh, worth it, that. It needs a server, yeah. doesn't it? Someone somewhere has to have something but, online that's doing the Og Vorbis uh, encoding real time. When we first started doing it, though, we were like joining these public jams and there would be these um, guitarists just constantly soloing. And it was like, oh, you know, you'd be trying to join in the jam. And then we discovered the, how, how you could just mute out everyone as on the keyboard. I think you could, you could have the keyboard as just set to uh, your typing keyboard as mutes for the different channels. So you just used to mute all of these guitarists, you know, and just occasionally we played, you just unmute and just go, mute them back again. That's a really interesting, that is a really interesting idea, isn't it? The idea of having a kind of almost like a multi-track that you can pick and choose. So if you had like a rhythm yeah. section who knew what they were doing and you could yeah. just have them all coming in doing their thing and then you just basically... Uh, leap in on top of that and then somebody goes oh that's good and they could add that to you know so you could pick and choose what you might want or another bass player might join in ditch, ditch the bass player and and replace it with their own that's the interesting concept Mm. Yeah, maybe you should restrict yourself just to those terrible sounds. So steel drum, <laughs> slap bass. Imagine that. A whole a tweet. channel of that. Typewriting. Oh, yeah, a channel of just yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah. What a fantastic idea. That, yeah. What a fantastic. <laughs> and of course, when you've finished it, you can master it with some Ozone 9. See what I did there? Building on a 17-year legacy in audio mastering, Ozone 9 brings balance to your mix with never-before-seen processing for low-end, real-time instrument separation, and lightning-fast workflows powered by machine learning. Expect lower CPU usage and shorter startup times with Ozone 9 compared to Ozone 8. Experience fluid metering in a fully resizable environment that lets you track the most subtle details of your audio. Use more plugins at once, mix while you master without worrying about slowdowns or dropouts. And immerse yourself in a smooth, modern experience designed to keep you in your creative flow. As you can see, Ozone 9 is the fastest way to get your master off the ground. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to check out our other videos and head to isotope.com to learn more about mixing and mastering and to download your free trial of Ozone 9. And we encourage you to do so. But of course, if you wish, you can also enter the competition that we are running. Uh, well, let's do the competition first, then we'll do the winner of last week's over. We're looking for, uh, and I didn't just do this uh, while the ad was playing, we're looking for the hashtag finish the mix. Look at how, how, how copacetic is that? Look at the hashtag finish the mix and the hashtag ozone9 at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. Uh, so basically, you tweet that uh, uh, in a tweet, uh, add any other words or characters or send us a picture or whatever, or keep entertained and i know that isotope monitor it so we're looking for that basically this in a tweet let me see if i can say this in a tweet if you're watching on video uh send that and then we'll pick that for next week um 
the winner will get a copy of Isoto Ozo Nine Advanced. By the way, so it's a re it's the it's the full the full fat version. Um, and uh, we have a winner for last week, and it's someone called Will Jordan, uh, who is at Mr. Will One L. Uh, and he tweeted the requisite hashtags. So, Mr. Will, Will Jordan, if you want to get in touch, uh, I hope we'll be able to pass on a copy of Ozone 9. And this brings up another thing, really, as well, because I think there's going to be... Well, we maybe spoke about it last week, you know, the idea that there's going to be a, a boost, a boost, a a, a boost in, in maybe software innovation because that's something you yeah. can share easily. You don't have to worry about getting it made. If people can't mm. go to work for a bit, you know, you, you can get immediate gratification. So I'm wondering if there'll be some some big uh, increases in productivity, perhaps in the big DAWs as well, as all the programmers are kind of essentially, you know, grounded and can't do anything else. Then maybe they'll come up with some really exciting ideas. Uh, I don't know, but there's there's all sorts of potential there for kind of some new innovation. I mean, hardware will be innov innovated as well, but it'll just take yeah. longer for us to see that, I think, because obviously it has to be made and then it has to be distributed and that all that stuff has to come back together. Although I think Amazon is still delivering. I mean, we got hard drives, you know, by the bucket the other day. So, you know, you can still get stuff. It's just harder to be, you know, it's not everybody's working, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it, I, I mean, I tried to order something on Amazon the other Sorry. day. Sorry, um, what? Oh, I was gonna say I tried to order something on Amazon the other day, and it was uh, on Prime. The delivery right. was like the twentieth of April, something like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, I guess the drivers is this are Prime. Yeah, yeah, not quite. Sorry, Matt, you were coming uh, in there. Yeah, I was just going to say about the software thing. I don't know if people out there are aware, but a lot of software developers have decided to give things away free. Yeah. While we're all stuck inside, there's uh, I haven't got the full list, but I think, um, well, there's Pro Tools. You can get Pro Tools 1, I think, isn't it? The free Super version. Yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's Ableton you can get. Um, uh, I think Bitwig. I don't think I don't think um, Apple are doing it with Logic. That's I think they're the only DAW that aren't doing it. Native Instruments have just given away a synthesizer as well. Max MSP um are giving away free licenses i believe to students and educators at the minute who are who are using this software that they might have been relying on the classrooms to to engage with so there's quite a lot going for free at the minute um for mm -hmm. people to to kind of start exploring trying out a few few different things i, I think there's a website somewhere with a whole list of all of these things that's yeah, collated I, I, together I, I, that would be a good thing to find out i'll have a dig around and see if i can find that thing and that, mm. that's also a that might as well that, I think that might be is a uh, is it Unidays or one of those one of those things. I remember they had a list of all kinds of software that you could get for free or almost free, um, especially because of this. It maybe it wasn't. I think it was Unidays. It may have been Unidays. I'm not. I'm not positive though. So I remember seeing it though. And lots of bands are live streaming as well. So we got you know other content that you can you can watch while they get yeah. stuff together. I yeah. think. Um, uh, I think if anyone does have have a spare week or two ahead of them i certainly would recommend something like max msp um as nick was saying in terms of developing your own software and getting into that kind of thing you know if you think if you think of something these days you can build it in software there's a there's a learning curve with max msp and it's steep well, but once you get on it yeah. yeah but i mean um, i mean i remember learning max as a student and um you spend a lot of time in forums and pulling apart pre-existing patches, but it's really great when the light bulb goes off and you're suddenly like, okay, I know how to make a reverb now and I understand how they're designed and or how a filter works. Or And you start building your own drum machines and sequencers. Um, it's, it's a great, th great thing to get into. If any of you are sat around twiddling your thumbs, definitely download mm -hmm. that from Cycling74's website and, and have a play with that. The, the, other, the other thing that I'd say is um, uh, there's, um, there's the reason, uh, sorry, Reactor, Native Instruments Reactor blocks, if you're thinking about uh, modular synthesis oh, yeah. and you want to get into that. And there's the Voltage Lab, I think they do the, that. Well, uh, and of BC, course, the VC, uh, yeah. VCV, which is VCV. completely free to start getting. So if you want to start getting your head into the modular world, VCV is a great place to start playing around with. And and lastly, um, somewhere I've been losing myself a lot is in Bitwig in the grid, uh, which is just proving to me to be such a powerful 
tool Amazing. for sound design, sequencing, how it integrates with the modular. It's just absolutely amazing. So they're, they're my top picks for you to go and have a play with over the next couple of weeks. Good, while you sit around. Thank you very much, Matt. That's excellent. Nice, nicely done. Um, yeah, well prepared, sir. I mean, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take my hat off to you because you've done a lot more. Good. <laughs> nice work. I've been thinking about a lot of other things. Obviously, one of the things we're thinking about is uh, we've announced this QSonic event. Uh, the idea being that it's just literally a collection of product videos that because all of these manufacturers, they couldn't go to Synthplex, they can't go to Superbooth, they're not able to do any of the other shows that were slated. So we're kind of trying to reach out to people and see if we can shoot a bunch of product videos and we'll get them to send some stuff and we'll release it around those kind of dates that were in Superbooth. Uh, it won't be, uh, there will be some live streams hopefully as well. I mean, like this, maybe we can have some various people on the Sonic Talk thing and do some live streams. And we're in discussions with other entities and YouTubers to just try, try and make it a thing so that it all happens around the same time. And we can help try and make it into a shape of something so there'll be something to look forward to. Um, and that's going to be 24th to the 26th of April at the moment. I mean, obviously, everything has to be quite liquid because we have absolutely no idea what's going on. And that's, you know, it, it may be that things change and we have to move things around or it all is all fine. I mean, who knows? I, I might get ill or do you know what I mean? There's, we can't be absolute about this, but uh, that's our plan. Cue Sonic uh, and we'll be putting a bunch of stuff up um, and... We just got to shoot some things. No, everybody's going. Yeah. yeah, I'm not ready yet. And it's like, yeah, but I can't wait till the last week <laughs> to shoot all of these videos because there won't be enough of them. You know, so I mean, I totally understand that because everybody's working to a certain deadline, and now that deadline's been yeah. removed. There's where's the hurry? You know, and they're not going to start mm -hmm. breaking their breaking their backs for us. I'd imagine at this point. So yeah, but that's the plan. That's what we're hoping to do. And uh, the hardest part of that coming up with a name i can tell you very difficult yeah um, good name um, i like it i think it's really good well cue yeah. for cue the music cue the video and cue for quarantine frankly as well i seem to all fit oh, yeah. very very well yeah <laughs> so, that is a brilliant name so there it we go brilliant. so uh, yeah. yeah that came to me uh, as i was coming into work sorry can we have um, can we have some competitions can we have, well we do like a q sonic theme tune competition I don't so because because, because at the moment I can't take anything else on, okay. and that was a huge amount of work. Yeah. Maybe we can arrange a yeah. quiz. We could do a quiz. Quiz would be good. If, you for know, quiz. if anyone wants to send down any questions, we learned a lot of lessons. Five question oh, yeah. rounds being one of them, I think, the next time. But my mechanism, I mean, I've designed that whole mechanism and I've got the leaderboard thing working out. I've sussed out all of the averages. So maybe we could have a quiz as part of that and we'll do some yeah. live streams. And I'm sure the people at Superbooth are going to be planning some live stuff and live streams as well. So there will be a bunch of stuff happening around that time for sure. And it's going to be really exciting as long as logistically it doesn't become too complicated. But I think it's going to be great. I mean, I'm really looking forward to that uh, um mm. although i would obviously be much rather be in berlin drinking beer uh, when, I, mm. when i wasn't working i could be at home drinking beer Nick, assuming Nick, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna create a jam on endless called um q sonic so if anyone wants to join me there that will be that will be cool oh nice one excellent yeah and we just get um, some riffs and some ideas. So, anyway, sorry, I, I, I don't know if anybody else had anything to add. I, I'm sort of loosely sticking to a topic now because the, the other topic <laughs> was uh, that I – and this came – I, I was mentioning that because I didn't know what the lockdown situation was going to be in the UK, whether I was going to be able to come here and work or whether I would have to stay at home, I started to think, right, I really need to um, figure out what I'm going to take home. I mean, obviously, I need a couple of cameras. I need the, the computer equipment to be able to do this online content. Um, but I also thought I'm going to need some synths, you know, and literally it. I suddenly thought, oh, the, the prime minister's doing the speech in, in half an hour. I need to go now because it might it, after he's finished, it might be immediate. So I really had to think, what is it I'm taking home? You know, what is it I'm going to take home? I, mean, I, I think we'll, uh, and uh, and my my criteria were small because of where I'm going is like basically a kid's bedroom with a double bed in it. There's hardly any space. You know, there's like an alcove with a table. So I'm going to have to be really, dip, you know, so I, I went for some small things. But it did, amongst uh, the Sonic Talkers, um, that email thread there were some interesting things like what would you choose what would you take if it, i mean it's not like quite leaving a burning building but assuming the studio wasn't in your house and you had to go back and all you could take was and that was a, i thought it was kind of an interesting thread um uh matt 
I think you did. I'll let you say what you thought. But I, I Well, I don't know if this is cheating, but because my modular is in a case I, and it's thing. got a handle, I'll just pick that up. <laughs> yeah. So And, it, and it, it, that's good to go. So if that's not cheating, if I can't have that, I'd choose the MS-20, which is uh, patchable, semi-modular. Um, you can run audio through it. Um, and it's just a synth that I've had for a long time that I haven't really played much with. Here's me going on about you should spend some time with the stuff you haven't worked with. That's probably the synth for me that I've had the longest that I've not had the most use from. So yeah, I grabbed that. I'd grab, also if it's not cheating, my, um, my guitar effects board, again, which is in a case, I just grabbed that, um, which has got some Strymon stuff in it and even tied and some distortion delays which is predominantly all my studio effects these days are um, guitar foot pedals, just ah, guitar okay. foot pedals. I don't have any, um, I don't have any outboard 19 inch U, uh, rack stuff anymore. That's all gone. So those two things. And then I guess I'd choose the, I'd have to grab the laptop as well, just because it will allow so me to sequence do, yeah. and, and so much I can do. And, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that, that would be my three. Oh, there's four things or three things. Well, I, we I, say, say, I said four moment. just because, I mean, I don't think it has to, think. to be. Because, I mean. Laptop in your bag. Grab that. Grab that's both hands and your backpack full. Yeah, that'd be it, it, I suppose. I'm running it. out of the house. Yeah, <laughs> that's an interesting thought, isn't it? I mean, I think there's, I mean, I, 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 as a, what I chose, obviously I would have my laptop with me anyway, so I suppose that, but I chose more, uh, uh, my effects I chose, I, I thought Ventress. I just put the Ventress in, but it was a toss-up between that and the um, the external um, uh Oh god, mutable instruments, clouds. But then I thought they've got a open source version of that in VCV rack, so I don't really need it, which I could map. Yeah, now, I don't think it's quite as good, maybe, but I could at least get some of those effects. Uh, I took the, I had to take the key step because I need a keyboard of some kind, small. I took the sculpt because that's tiny and it's got some lovely little poly sounds in it, uh, and I grabbed. Well, I also grabbed the Neutron, but I also grabbed the DeepMind 12 because it's a 12-voice polysynth, in a, a, but it's in a desktop form. So they're small things that I can fit in the Moog case, which I, I don't think you can see it over there. No, it's not. Wait a minute, how many things are you taking with yeah, you? Yeah, loads. But I mean, it, I'm yeah. just going through my thought that's process. That's loads. Really. But yeah, I guess so the other, that's more the other thing I thought I'd take is the um, Moog DFAM, which is my newest purchase. Um, oh, God, I love it. It's really great. Um, someone made it in Reactor. Uh, when it first came out, and I thought, oh, I don't need to buy one; it's there in Reactor. So there's always that that toss up between there's a software emulation of a piece of hardware. Can I just use that on my laptop? But it's it's nothing like playing with with this. It, it's totally different, in my opinion. I'd have to take the hardware. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, Charles. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I could, looking behind you, that's a tough, uh, that's probably a tough ask. Give me some tearful farewells, take, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I would take, I would take this mic, the Lewitt 640, which I love, the TS, because it can be a stereo mic or a mono mic. The OP1, the Teenage Engineering OP1. Okay. Laptop. Uh, I've got a Motu down there somewhere on the floor, um, a little Motu ultralight. That'd be good. That'd be all I need. I could wow. do everything I need to do with all that. Check him out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you I'm know what? Impressed. It's funny because because I tour so much, this You're is actually there. stuff I've thought about. <laughs> I, I mean, it's what I carry as my, my I'm going to make music while I'm on the road kind of thing. Anything I can fit into a small satchel. And oh. that's pretty much everything right there. I just want to point out, uh, uh, as you had in the uh, chat room, you said, I take my Sonic State mug, of course. Oh, that's, that's really lovely. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Somebody seems to be ringing on the doorbell. I better check in case it's uh, something very important. Gaz, in the meantime, uh, let's uh, let's go over to you, Gaz, while I just go and have a look okay. at the window. <laughs> well, well, Gaz, I talk. Mean, for me, what would you I'm, take, Gaz? I, you'd have to grab an infinity box first, wouldn't you? You know, which which infinity box would you pick? You know, that would be my first choice. Um, I should clarify, infinity box. I'm trying to 
like when things are called groove boxes, I think is a really derogatory term, a bit like how some things are like romp, people don't like rompler. I think groove box is a bit of an uh, annoying term for infinity boxes. You know, I think infinity, I think they've evolved beyond their original groove box thing. So, so a, a classic example of an infinity box is uh, an octatrack, electron octatrack, a mm-hmm. OP1 you know, these kind of things. Now the new PolyN tracker as well. Now that looks really cool. Uh, it does. And I, uh, the Deluge as well, you know, which is one thing I haven't got that I would absolutely love. Those kind of things, I think, are, are really interesting. I'm really drawn to those things. So this is, in a way, this era is an era for those things now as well. Electron boxes, they've, they're fantastic, but you do need to kind of... You need to put the time in with them. And, uh, you know, the amount of subtle, amazing nuance that you can build into those things are really amazing. You know, so uh, for me, the term groove box just feels like very rigid and very kind of, you know, steps. Um, Because, you know, the getting making music in just 16 bar chunks, you know, just... um, a lot of us do it, and a lot of the tools just, they make making music in those measures just so easy. So it's very, you know, it's easy to kind of just be a bit lazy with those things. Um, but a good infinity box should just really throw that open. So I want to see more infinity boxes being made, really. That's just my uh, my kind of gear fetish, I, th- I suppose, you know. Hmm. Um, <laughs> well, but that's like, I digress. I was talking, I, I was just having a eulogy there for the infinity box, but I'm going to take four pieces of my kit. I would take my MIDI bass. This one. Ooh. That's uh, that one. So that is uh, industrial radio MIDI uh, pro four. Um, and I would take probably an Octatrack. I would also take probably Analog 4 as well. Oh, yeah. And the Rhythm. So um, quite a big Electron. I suppose you could, because you could mix stuff with all of that stuff. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's what so I would So you take. can continue to evangelise Electron equipment, even in these, oh, <laughs> even to yourself. Why do I? It, but I, I'm not alone with that. Electron no, I know thing. you're not. It's funny. It's like people. Who, it's a funny one, isn't it? Yeah. It's. I, I, yeah. I, in case people are wondering what just happened there, um, because I the doorbell went and I looked out and it was a pharmacy delivery of drugs for somebody who doesn't live here but has given this address. So I figured I'd better get let them in, let it in, and leave it downstairs in case it's for the people in the sh- in the shop downstairs because they're going to need it. And obviously, you know, so. anything interested in there was anything. I, I doubt it, Gaz. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't bother to look. I, I just basically took the package. I took the package and washed my hands immediately and came dashed upstairs to to the job at hand. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I did. Um, uh, right. So yes, it's all right. I haven't been led away for non, not self-isolating. It's fine. Um, actually, one thing I will talk uh, just also want to mention as well for video conferencing, uh, we discovered this thing called Zoom, zoom.us. Mm. And that's really mm-hmm. good. It's the best one I've yeah. come across. But not only that, you can share very high resolution screen uh, capture with quite good frame rates. And for us doing these remote things, because that's one of the things we've been trying to solve, because it means somebody have to record locally, which they still might be able to. And you can record the sessions. And I think that runs on Mac and PC. I know it runs on Android. Yeah. I can use it on Android and I can share the Android desktop. So there's quite a lot of... Interesting stuff you can do with that. That's well worth... My, um, my plan was looking. to start learning that today, in fact. Ah. Zoom yeah. is pretty so, easy. Um, that's, yeah, my daughter's using it for her class. That's how they're doing all of her all of her classes. It's all yeah. via Zoom. I mean, they're going to so, pick up yeah. big, big style, though. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a great mm-hmm. service. I mean, I imagine it's going to creak a bit as we all... I was feeling sorry for great. Zoom. I'm feeling sorry for Zoom, the company that we all know in the music tech world oh, and yeah. camera world. I was just yeah. thinking, oh, man, everyone's talking about Zoom now. And it's just like, but it's not them. <laughs> what is the last thing that Zoom made, though? When... Well, no, they made Zoom, they, they made Zoom, the Zoom recorders. They're still, they're still going strong. Oh, that's right. And, and yeah, they did, uh, yeah, uh, we, one, yeah, but they did the 3D one. They do, yeah. The yeah, Charles has got one there. Of course. They do, yeah, they, they do those. They do guitar the effects. Yeah, they use guitar yeah. effects. There's quite a lot of stuff. And they've actually got a 3D camera 
an audio. Is that the one you've got, Charles? Because there's one that's got a three uh, a 360 camera. This is the on it. three. Yeah, this is the 3D audio, and then I've got the Fusion camera over there that mounts to the other side of this. So it, it mounts on this side of it, and then this hangs underneath it. And I get two different ambisonic recordings, so one from the camera and one from this, which is a little bit better quality. So what do you use those for? Are they for gigs or just experience? Or how are you- yeah, well, uh, because I'm trying to teach mixing. Out- I mean, I teach it at the university, but I'm trying to teach it outside of that too. So for shows, I'll have... Uh, I'll record almost all my shows. I have a like I have my console in front of me, my effects rack to the side, and then I have a 360 camera kind of right here at my face. So that's a weird thing about it so far. But that way, people can choose to watch what's happening on stage, watch what I'm doing with my hands, or watch what I'm doing on the effects rack because I'm I'm interacting with the effects constantly because I'm throwing delays back to the stage and everything. So I, I'm a very active mixer, and so if people want, if they hear uh, a certain thing i'm doing and they can they go oh let's look over and see what he was doing with the chaos pad and then they can see what i what i was doing on there That's really- so yeah so I, i've actually got a, a video posted up although it's hidden right now it's one i did at the microsoft theater in um la with omd but i i haven't i haven't around to editing it yet i just wanted to see if it worked on on uh youtube but yeah it it, it those 360 videos are great. <laughs> I love doing it. That sounds so, like I, a, a real... I mean, this is the sort of thing that we're talking about, isn't it? This is sort of innovative use of the technology that's available. As soon as you mentioned that, I just thought, brilliant, because you can see the stage, you can see what you're doing. Are you commentating mm-hmm. while you're doing it, or that's probably a bit more... No, no, it's too, it's too loud. But what I have is I, I am commentating via text. So if there's a certain effect that hits um, when they if they want to back up, if they hear it and then they want to back up the video and look suddenly like right where my hand hits, there'll be a sign above saying, this is the button I hit for a snare splash. And it shows me hitting it. And, there, and then when I, when I let it go, it sort of that text fades away. So that's, I'm, uh-huh. I was trying to teach myself how to use uh, Adobe Premiere. And, uh, and so I kind of know Adobe Premiere now. And now I'm trying to figure out if there's a way I can stream using OB, OBS, OBS or whatever yeah. that, yeah, I'll be using OBS uh, Stream 360 on that as well. But yeah, I'm I'm really into it. Like, so I've got I have three Go GoPro cameras. I've got this Ambisonic and a stereo recorder, and I've got my uh, console configured for doing not only multi-track work but also sending out mix minus things. So that you know, mix minus is like you say, say if you want like a mix without a guitar in it or mix without the lead vocal, you know, various things like that. Cause some things you're going to want a little bit differently. So I've got this, I've, I've actually been slowly and kind of quietly developing this whole setup for showing people how to do things and, nice. you know, yeah. So, well, I, it sounds like there's, there's a, we, we, we will have to chat a little bit. You, what you yeah. need, actually what you need, this is another thing. I mean, the, the, the interesting thing about all of this stuff, all of this gear, everybody now, cause bands are look, thinking about it. I mean, Gaz, you've had the same problem. It's like people are kind of snapping up all of this hardware that enables us. Like there's a little uh, vision mixer, Blackmagic mini, which you can't Don't buy cause they're being sold. <laughs> Matt has, uh, Matt, what's the one that you have? It's the V. So I use, um, I use GoPro, which I've got three or four GoPros. They go into HDMI inputs on a Roland V1 HD, a little uh, video switcher, basically, which sits down here. And you can manually switch between the different inputs um, or you can have it done over MIDI. So you can have it sequenced to the music that you're doing. Or you can just have it just, um, you can set a timer and it'll just flick between the different inputs sequentially basically so yeah. it just goes around one thing that i can't do i don't have time to do videos and then sit and edit yeah. so i edit i edit on the fly that's why yeah. i've got the video switcher that's my my approach to all of this it also but, then takes the audio in as well and synchronizes it and it's it's all good to go and it shows up as a, the, the important thing is, is it shows up as a virtual webcam which means you know for, for things right. like if you're not connecting to an actual streaming service like with the video system that we use is in the browser so uh so for these remote guests so they could so matt i don't know if is uh, you could use that yeah. as an input as the 
what exactly. we would see, and then we would be able to switch, be able to see the different shots as Matt chose to do them. Yeah, so maybe, exactly. uh, Charles, you should look into something like that because that yeah. means you could stream. I made a note so, of it. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's really cool. You can still get them. They could probably do a lot more than I do. They've got effects built into them as well. Are they expensive? Or it, are they they're not too uh, Yeah. The stuff's a bit more were, expensive. Yeah. Bit more but he's, he's built really good and the yeah. output is very high quality. It does 1080, it, it handles 4K, I believe. Um, but if anyone out there is thinking about getting into just budget live streaming, particularly now, there seems to be loads of people doing it. I've, I've been invited to loads of Facebook groups where it's just uh, musicians just streaming, just, just doing stuff from their bedroom. And obviously you can do it on your phone. Uh, if you're doing it from your phone, uh, the cheapest thing you probably get is one of those uh, Behringer USB mixers, which will plug into your phone if you've got the right adapter. That then plugs into your laptop via USB, and you've got an, you've got audio going and video that way. Um, but if you want to step up from that, uh, you want to head over to Elgato.com. That's E L G A T O. I just uh, I thought I'd say that just because I'm northern Elgato. I don't know how you'd say it. Um, and you want to get yourself. Um, they do this little USB dongle. It looks like a USB Sold dongle. It's everywhere. The Camlink. Really? Cam oh, I've just, yeah, I've just, I've just yeah. sold one on eBay. I should, I should have uh, maybe bumped up the prices. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but what this does, it's just a, it's a little USB dongle. You, you know this thing, guys. You plug it into your Mac. It's got a HDMI input on, on one end, USB on the other. And you plug your camera into it, anything that's uh, HDMI. It'll take the audio... Uh, obviously, HDMI takes audio and video. It'll take it into your computer, That's and it'll show up then as a virtual camera. It's the easiest one to do. Uh, but what, obviously, uh, it only gives you one that, camera. That's what um, uh, Dom was using. That's why he's got this lovely old uh, yeah. Nikon and some really nice glass, and he goes in via one of those, which is why his image looks so great, because he's got such a lovely thing. I mean, I, I think this is all valid stuff, because a lot of people out there are probably thinking, hey, I should start doing this, because I can. Now, Gaz is, uh, Gaz is there. You see, I've I've got I've got a pair of these Canon M50s, which uh, was recommended to me by Dave Kid and Robeats. You know, uh, they you know like vloggy cameras, but uh, it has got a USB out on it. Uh, so as well as the HDMI out, you can plug that. And this is what I've just done yesterday. You can take the you can take that USB out and into your computer. Uh, on the Mac, I found a, a thing called Cam Live. I think on PC it's called um, oh gosh, sorry, it's a different name on PC. Uh, and then that enables uh, you to to get like a stream. So then on OBS, if you look, it's not it's not in a video source. It's in a uh, siphon. Uh, uh, I think okay. it's, uh, OBS, yeah, for those people who perhaps right. don't understand, is Open Broadcast Studio, which is a, a, an yeah. open source, for de free download. Um, and mm -hmm. lots of people use that for their streaming setups, but it's quite hard because usually you would send your stream directly to the server. So you type in like a URL, whereas for some something like this, you need to just input it to the browser or into Skype or into one of those things. Yeah. So those are the, thi that, those are the things, tricky things to sort out. Perhaps we're straying a bit, but those cameras mm -hmm. are definitely very good. Well, yeah, and I think it works with loads of Canon cameras. So just if you've just not considered using your DSLR or something as a web as a webcam, I've I've only just done it myself yesterday, and uh, it's like, oh, okay, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, there are caveats. Uh, you got oh, but actually, the one is quite cool, Nick, for M50. Yeah. The Cam Live it strips everything off the screen, so you can still use that. You can use all of the controls, the um, auto focus, and all that oh, kind of how stuff. How does it do that? Yeah, it does it. It does it. Yeah, it does Interesting. it. Interesting. Okay. Well, that, I mean, these are the, the, uh, there are lots and lots of resources you get. I mean, you know, we think uh, music production is complicated. Wait till you start getting into video. It's a completely oh, yeah. different world. I <laughs> mean, horrible. what we yeah. use here, the system we use here is is complex, but it's evolved. You know, we've been through most of those tools, and now we use something called vMix on the PC, which is a very expensive piece of software, but allows us to run the studio, allows us to stream, do all of those things, all MIDI control but it's a serious investment but obs works on mac and pc and you can do loads of transitional stuff and it, it, it's definitely you know something to look at if you're considering all of these things um anyway 
So uh, we we should probably, I mean, maybe we could do something a bit more on this if people are really interested. But I, I think as it becomes more, as we become isolated, you know, that, that sort of thing mm. makes a lot of sense to people to getting into. And I've had, I've been helping a couple of people out on Facebook who go, oh, it doesn't work. And there are so many things to consider, you know, is your connection wired or wireless? Is your bandwidth enough to get it out there? there are, is there a delay on the audio? There are things that you have to kind of think about. And it's, it's a bit of an overload. But maybe now's the time because, hell, what else are you going to do? <laughs> it's, you know... Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, gosh, yeah. it's nearly five o'clock and we didn't have any topics. How about that, Matt? Just, just on, that last, on that last point, just on that last one there, Nick, just to follow up just a little bit. If Obviously, there's so many different platforms. I usually stream straight to YouTube, but um, I'm going to try Twitch and Facebook live. Now, if you want to stream to those three places at the same time, again, it's uh, it's more it's complex. And usually you have to pay a subscription to something like Restream.io, which allows you use. to we use that. Yeah, you use that, do you? Yeah. It allows you to stream to multiple platforms at the same time, from which a is single great because input. Yeah. Yeah. from a single input, and it does all of the um, encoding, decoding. Otherwise, imagine if you was trying to stream to those three platforms from the same computer, your bandwidth would need to be massive because you'd be sending the stream out three times to three different places. Whereas with something like Restream, as you know, Nick, you just, it takes one stream and then from its server, I guess, it spits yeah, it out it to three it different out. places. Yeah. It relays it out. Yeah. So you got to think about where you're, uh, where the people are that you're streaming to, your audience, where they're hanging out the most. Mine seem to be more on Instagram and, um, and YouTube. But I, I heard that, I think Instagram TV, I think they're pulling that. I think that's going. I think that's becoming really? a thin of the, yeah, so I hear. Oh, I've just started uploading most of our videos to Instagram <laughs> TV. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> well, that's, that's nice to know. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry about that. I is might that, be wrong. Is that the live <laughs> stream sure or, the, or just the long form uploads? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just I don't think people are using Instagram for long form basically that's Apart not what they're us. there for it hasn't worked <laughs> it hasn't really worked yeah i mean i've i've done it i've uploaded stuff there all to my to my channel um but uh yeah i i'm pretty sure it's going oh my, it. just double check it in case i got that wrong but i'm pretty well, sure I, read it. I, I imagine it'll go slower and given the current situation there won't be as many people around to switch it off i don't know yeah okay mm, okay well that's or even with what's happening now that might sort of artificially uh keep it afloat for a while yeah you never that's, really true. Know. that's true that's mm-hmm. true maybe yeah. we could start a petition i don't know but anyway well thanks for that extra info i know we kind of uh you know maybe not purely music production but it's a music production transport transport it's a medium that we're all going to need to have uh information in and about and uh yeah i mean and we're about like say with the q sonic event you know we're going to be doing this with multiple people sending stuff to us we were look we're aiming to for two cameras and a sound stream you know we want all of that stuff so we are going to be solving a lot of those problems i hope but yeah i hope some of that information was useful to you guys and uh and everybody can uh, benefit to a certain degree um okay well i think that's probably it for tonight i want to say thank you very much to everybody it's been great fun and thank you for joining us for the sort of free form vibe of it all uh, i i and i think you know perhaps there'll be more of that kind of thing because uh as the news slows down a little bit, you can only announce so many uh, plug-in updates of, uh, via via Sonic Talk uh, because obviously everybody's doing other things, you know, keeping themselves safe. And as we say, please do keep yourself safe. Follow the authorities, um, you know, guidelines where you can, and uh, try and keep away from people <laughs> that aren't your immediate family because it will slow this thing down. That's for sure. Um, so, Matt, thank you very much for joining us uh, right. uh, from Brighton. Um, you doing any streams? You got anything lined up kind of coming up? I am. Yeah. So uh, as some of you might know, I've been moving house twice within six months. I won't go into that, which has meant that I haven't been able to do much live streaming at all. I'm now set up. I've got my videos ready. I've, I've even got a splitter now so I can take uh, my screen and I can show you what I'm doing on there as well as on my synths. So starting, I think probably the first one's going to be Friday, Friday night. Let's have it. Just go hard. Let's do some hard techno party at mine. So tune in for that one. And then I'm, I'm, there's just going to be loads coming up. I'm going to do a rig rundown. I'm going to be doing some interviews with some people. Um, I've got a craft uh, um, synth to build that I'm going to build in real time and then we're going to plug it in and play with that as well so head over to my 
YouTube channel, like and subscribe, and um, and I'll be doing some more of that. Yeah, I'm going to get on it pretty hard. A lot of people in the chat room have been emailing me and and saying we want some more videos. So um, yeah, that's coming back at you. Go for it. Well, uh, that, I'm glad to hear that, Matt. Um, and cool. yeah, I, I might tune in myself. Nice. Um, and thank you also, Mr. Charles Chicky Reeves, for joining us there uh, from London. Uh, Gladly. Uh, and I, I'm. Yeah, I hope you continue to enjoy your uh, Hydrosynth experience. Uh, I thoroughly uh, I recommend will. you get patching, patch creating as quick as possible. That's the best fun. I will do that. I might even, because uh, since I'm doing my own channel as well, I might actually do a thing like just building patches from scratch. And, you know, it depends on what people suggest. Right now, all I'm doing is making videos about how to survive this. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, as a little, you know, everybody needs a break. So maybe we'll take a little musical break and I'll make a video of that too. So, but yeah, Excellent. things are good. And, and just as long as we keep playing along, we'll all be good. Yes, I agree. Keep playing music and uh, it's good for the soul too. And Mr. Gaz Williams, mm -hmm. thank you as well. I didn't need to tell you that. You know that. You've known that for a long time. <laughs> so, yes, just a few reminders then. The stinkers, stinkers patches. Yes. So somehow, <laughs> how can we round up the stinkers patches? Um because I want to know what the worst patches of all time yeah, are. Upload a video and let us let, send us the link. Okay. <laughs> Everybody. That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing is uh, a jam on Endless as well for under the uh, Q-Sonic uh, name. So, Q-Sonic. Uh, Q-Sonic, yes, the dash is crucial. crucial. So... Um, Come and join that jam and just throw some like uh, jingle, jingle Q Sonic jingles into the jam. A jingle jam. Jingle jam. Jingle, jingle, jam jingle. Jingle, 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 I can't uh, imagine that a, you could do a jingle in a jam because it, it, it they have to be quite um, to the point, don't they? Yeah, but really short jam, like you know, short jams, like seventeen, eighteen second long jams. You know, oh, that's an interesting. Idea. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, throw that up there. I'll throw that up there, which is the uh, that's the sort of jingle flyer jam. for the uh, uh, Q Sonic event, uh, just so it's there somewhere in the screen. But yeah. Nice one, Gaz. Well, folks, thank you very much for joining us. We'll what do about you, again. Nick? Oh, yes. What you? What oh, are you? Yeah. What are you yeah. going to? How are you going to keep yourself busy in this time, man? What? What? God, what you got planned? <laughs> Me? I'm going to be recording endless videos for Q Sonic event. I'd imagine. Oh, okay. I'm Hell yeah. All the, I've got a month of trying to uh, talk people through how to send us content. You know, that's going to be my thing. And also, you know, I'm, obviously, we're going to try and get some form of sponsorship for that to try and keep keep the food coming in because uh, that's a consideration too for us as as with everybody. But we're all self-employed, so we're not getting the government uh, payout. So we have to kind of look ah, after yeah. look hey, after things. But, Tim uh, yeah. Exile has... Tim Exiles just approved the Q-Sonic jam there on Endless. Hey, so, excellent. Yes. Thank you very much. So, so yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll, I've will be. i got plenty to do, but I think I might. And I'm going to sh um, shoot some content with Yoad. Uh, Yoad uh, Navo very kindly said, hey, I fancy doing some videos of uh, tips and tricks. And I was like, okay. So we spent a couple of hours uh, last week kind of going, how can we get the tech set up? So we think we got that sorted out so that he could just... We could just do that with him, and I, and I think awesome. Charles had a thumbs up there. We might do some stuff with Charles, yep. and he's got all his things too. So it's all possible. So awesome. plenty of stuff to do. Our plan is to get as much content out there and continuing as possible because there's you know there's loads of people sitting in their facilities with maybe nothing else to do. <laughs> so why ever not? So anyway. Uh, yeah, I reckon there's good stuff coming as well. I reckon a load of good stuff that was going to come out at Superbooth is still going to come out. So I reckon keep your eyes peeled. I think there's going to be some amazing announcements soon. Yeah, well, I do It'll hope come so. out via Super Q-Sonic State. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. Folks, thank you very much, everybody, for watching. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget, if you want to join the competition, we're looking for the hashtag. I'll put that. If you want to win a copy of Isotope Ozone 9, we're looking for the hashtag finish the mix and the hashtag Ozone 9 to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. for a copy of Isotope Ozone 9 Advanced. That's it, though, for this week. Thank you, everybody. It's been a pleasure. Um, everybody keep your spirits up uh, and uh, enjoy the time you can um, productively. See you later. Thanks for watching. Bye, everyone.